Page 816, Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. Let's go to the Lord in prayer for a moment. Our God, we just confess that you are the very air we breathe. You are the foundation of our existence. You are all we need, and yet we know this disconnect we have in our hearts between longing for you to be our every need, to fulfill our every desire, but yet that pull where everything else in this world and in our hearts and even in the dominion of darkness pulls us away. Father, we ask that this time, now, as we come to your word, that we align our hearts, align our minds, so that we may ultimately align our entire selves with your word and with your being, with your very mission and purpose. Help us, we pray this morning, to hear from you. Help us to respond to you with humility. Clothe us, we pray, with humble hearts. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Matthew 11, 28 to 30, page 816. I want to talk about the end of rest. But let me begin by telling you about two things I really do not like. The first one, I don't like needles. Now, I really don't. I, I really hate having my blood drawn. I really do avoid at all costs. There are times where I've actually left the doctor's office when I'm supposed to be waiting on the nurse to poke me. And I'm like, sorry, I'm out. See, my, my thinking is this. I believe it is logical. Blood is what? Supposed to stay in the body. So if it leaves the body, something is not natural. It's not supposed to work that way. And needles, what do they do? They remove blood. It's not right. Sorry, doctors. Sorry, nurses. Needles are just not right. And I borderline pass out pretty much every time I actually do sit down to draw blood. I also don't like rest. I tend, like most, to avoid it. See, my thinking, I believe, is logical. There is so much to be done. I don't have the time to slow down. I have to take care of X and Y and Z. I have no time to rest. That's why God, in a sense of irony, had the doctor prescribe for me to undertake acupuncture. Now, as many as you know, I've recently had surgery to uh, cover up some, of, to deal with some of the degenerative discs. So I had to go to the doctor, get the surgery, did some physical therapy, and then he subscribes acupuncture. And I'm sitting there thinking, acupuncture. Oh, that's the stuff with all the needles. Like pinhead, hellraiser type needles all over my body. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is going to be terrible. And I, I finally ended up, I, I manned up, my wife just rolling her eyes, and I went to an acupuncturist close to us in Philly. And to be honest, it really wasn't that bad. It really didn't hurt that much. So I was laying face down. I didn't even see the needles. I think that was a big thing for me. If I think if I saw the needles, I'd probably just roll off in the bed and be out. 
but I didn't see the needles. So I'm lying there, I'm stuck with the needles, and the acupuncturist then leaves the room, and he's gone for what seems like an eternity. So he has to allow you to sit for a little bit and simmer for a little bit. And I'm there face down with needles poking out everywhere with nothing to do. At first, I was okay. There was this calming classical guitar music playing in the background, a water feature with trickling water nearby. It was a very relaxing environment. But after about five minutes, my nose started itching. And I'm dying because I got needles. And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid if I move, and then I'm going to send shockwaves up my nerves to try to get that itch. So I'm laying there as peaceful as I can. But after those, that time, I started going, maybe mad's too strong of a word, but after 15 minutes of lying there, I started no longer feeling relaxed. I'm there stressed and on edge and extremely restless. I'm just lying there doing absolutely nothing. You know what's ironic? Those needles were no longer a worry. It was the rest that was driving me crazy. It was the doing nothing that was driving me crazy. I had to do something. I had to get up moving. I had to scratch my nose. It was maddening. Grace Chapel, we don't rest well. We don't rest well. Slowing down is hard. Ironically, slowing down requires what? A lot of work. Slowing down, resting, requires work. It requires a deep level of intentionality. It requires purpose. It requires focus. Just like me squirming in the acupuncturist's office, we become restless in our rest. And that's a problem. I think part of the problem, maybe an answer to the problem, is our, of our inability to rest is because we fail to see the end goal of rest. We fail to see why we are to rest. We fail to see that we will be resting for all eternity, and that is the end goal. So this morning, I want us to take a few brief moments to focus on the end of rest. Why do we rest? Why are we doing this? What is the end goal? What is the purpose? Why are we slowing down? Why are we pursuing corporate rest as a church? Why are we doing this program sabbatical? What are some of the reasons that we've been given the sabbatical team is focused on the ideas of rest, reflection, and refocus? We've talked about how Grace Chapel needs to recover our sense of identity. We, are, we need a renewed vision. We need deeper relationships. In other words, we need to intentionally seek out to discover who we are as a church. Those are all great things to do. In fact, we'll be spending a lot more time doing those together. But I want to be clear on this. All of those things are a means to the end. They are not the goal. They are a means to the goal. Slowing down to rest, to reflect, to refocus, taking the time to reevaluate who we are and what we do. They are all means to a necessary end. The ultimate end of this sabbatical, Grace Chapel, the hope of the elders' sabbatical team is to slow down to enjoy God. 
to slow down, to enjoy God. See, we want to create opportunities, and maybe a better way of saying this, we want to create a culture at Grace Chapel of not just doing for God, but actually enjoying Him as we do. With that goal in mind, we need to see Jesus as the end of our rest. He is the answer to our why. He is our end, our purpose, our goal. He is the one we are striving toward in this season of rest, to know him, to enjoy him, to find our hope, our joy, our peace, and our rest in him. This is a call for us to return to Jesus, our first love, to find rest and enjoyment in God, the Father, Son, Spirit. Our passage this morning, Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30, reads, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus says, come to me. Jesus calls all the weary, all the burdened, the laboring and heavy laden to come to him. Are you weary? You can give an amen to that. Are you burdened? Are you laboring? Are you heavy laden? Then this call of Christ is for you. See, one thing we have seen is that we don't rest well. And this isn't just true of Grace Chapel. This is true of pretty much most Western countries. This is true of America. This is true of the American church. We are a busy, restless church. And that's probably one of the main reasons why this program sabbatical is such a shock to the system. Because it goes against everything that we are taught to do in America. It's countercultural. It goes against the grain, and that's why it is so necessary. The church is to be, after all, countercultural. But we are so busy that we don't have time to come to Jesus. We are busy doing for him. And the story of Mary and Martha may be a bit overused, but the perfect story to see a classic example of one who is too busy to come to Jesus. In Luke 10, Jesus is welcomed into the home of these two women. He begins teaching, and Mary sits down at the Lord's feet, and all she does is listens. And then Luke makes a comment. He says this, Martha was distracted with much serving. Martha was distracted with much serving. How does this describe us? Martha comes to Jesus and complains, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. And what she's saying is, Lord, I'm busy serving you. And Mary's just sitting there. So how does Jesus respond? Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her. 
Church, did you hear that? Did you hear Martha anxious, worried, stressed out over serving the Lord? And Jesus says that she has missed the good portion. She missed what mattered the most, and Jesus lovingly rebukes her. Martha, Martha, your treasure is right here before your eyes. I am the end. I am the goal. I am the purpose. Look, Mary is sitting at my feet. You are busy doing. Slow down. Push pause. And come to me. Mary, on the other hand, chose wisely. She slowed down. She pushed pause. She sat at the feet of Jesus and enjoyed his presence. She chose the one thing that was necessary. Sitting at the feet of her Savior. This is the end of rest. This is our goal. This is the one thing we want the church, you, Grace Chapel, to choose the one thing that is necessary to sit at the feet of our Lord. Jesus doesn't just call us to come. He calls us to come to him. I want to briefly mention one more thing before we move to receive the Lord's Supper. Jesus just doesn't call us, but he calls us to himself. Jesus calls us to a relationship. He doesn't call us to a church gathering, to a small group, to a program. He doesn't even call us to a program sabbatical. Jesus calls us to himself. Come to me. What he is saying is that our rest is relational. For those of you who have been reading the pastor's notes that I send out on Tuesdays, do you remember what Tim Chester's book, Enjoying God, said? It said this, we are saved from sin and saved for God. Saved from our sin, saved for God. We are saved for relationship. This is what Christ calls us to. We are being called into relationship with our creator by his redeeming son. So Grace Chapel, Jesus calls us to rest. Jesus calls us to himself. The question we need to ask this morning, will we slow down long enough to sit at his feet? Will we slow down long enough to sit at his feet or will we be found distracted with much serving? Jesus calls us to come. He calls us to come to himself. He calls, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Practical way we are going to pursue rest together corporately is that we are going to now take the Lord's Supper. Before we do that, we're going to spend a few moments reading through a passage of Scripture corporately together, and then we will spend a few moments praying, and then we receive the Lord's Supper. So Psalm 62, verses 5 through 8. Psalm 62, let's, let's go ahead and stand.
Let's go ahead and stand as we read God's holy word. We'll read it together, Psalm 62, verses 5 through 8. Let's read together. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. O God, rest my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Please be seated. For the next few moments, I'm just going to ask you to consider 